Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. I just thought of another one. I'm going yeah. back and forth with, with TC about sort of the, the, the cartoon and kid shows generally of our youth. Correct. I'll date myself, but I just thought of another one beyond what I, I already told you, Flintstones. You did tell me Flintstones. Um, I already told you the whole Looney Tunes oh, franchise. for sure. Uh, Speed Racer. How about Fraggle Rock? Dance your cares away. I Worries think, I think our kids. Today. Yeah. What was the one... Uh, what was the one that they were into? Teletubbies. Oh, Teletubbies. Teletubbies were big. How about Bubble Guppies? No. Bubble Guppies? No. Peppa Pig? I was myself, Madeline? you know, too late for Sesame Street, but that was a factor Huge. for our kids. Yeah, big in, in their of course. upbringing. What else? Scooby-Doo? Yeah. I mean, there, there, there are tons and tons of, of kids' cartoons and shows. Okay, I want to play for you the sound of an iconic... I'll say American. It began here, but it's it's been exported to, I think, 30 other nations. An iconic, I'll just say, American kids show. You're going to hear it. See if you can identify what it is in Russian. Russian. <laughs> 
Any guesses? Ulitsa Sizam, I think is the pronunciation. Natasha Lance Rogoff is the author of Muppets in Moscow, the unexpected crazy true story of making Sesame Street in Russia. Natasha, thank you so much for being here. What, what am I listening to? Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show, Mike. Um, uh, you're listening to the uh, show opening of Ulitsa Sazam, which means Ulitsa Sazam in, yeah, in Russian. Mm-hmm. So the Soviet Union falls at the end of 1991, right? Like, help me reconstruct this. Gorbachev in the 80s, it's Ronald Reagan's watch in the States. He introduces the ideas of glasnost, which I guess loosely translated is openness. I certainly remember perestroika as well, which was loosely defined as the introduction of market principles. And after the Soviet Union falls in 1991, at the end, a few years thereafter, 93, you're contacted and engaged to be the executive producer of a new show. What was going on? What was the idea? The the idea was that um, uh, actually uh, then-Senator um, Biden spearheaded congressional support for a Russian Sesame Street show, and uh, it, was, uh, it received bipartisan support. Um, and uh, the idea was that the the Muppets would be the the best ambassadors, you know, to bring idealistic values to the former Soviet Union across 11 time zones and one seventh of the world's surface. And uh, that uh, we would be able to um, model, uh, you know, valuable skills and and values that would help children thrive in a new open society. So that was, was it, the idea. Was it with a political purpose? Was it with a free market purpose? Some combination thereof? Neither? Well, you know, I mean, it's I, I, I get this question a lot because, you know, people today don't necessarily understand that era in terms of what it was like for the West when the Soviet empire collapsed and 70 years of communism ended. I mean, the West was... Uh, almost collectively and uniformly euphoric, you know, and evangelistic about, uh, uh, you know, helping Russia transition to, to, to joining the free world. And in the context of today with uh, the, uh, you know, the views of, of capitalism, uh, the U.S., imperialism, it's a very different environment. But at that time, um, you know, there was enormous amount of hope and, um, you know, both in the former Soviet Union and in the West. And um, it was an entirely different environment to where we are today and startling to think that that was only, you know, less than 30 years ago. There were many who were descending on Russia and were also the former Soviet Union and also descending eventually on Eastern Europe generally Yes, to introduce so-called free market principles, but flat out to make money. In fact, there's a vignette in your book. I can't remember now. Was it pool supplies? Like you're on an airplane and you're surrounded by people who are descending on Moscow because they want to make money. Yes, it was a it was a huge market. So it is true, you know, in addition to the um, the the do-gooders and religious converts 
and uh, you know trying to 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 uh, help you know get people to it was an atheist society, the communist society. So the idea right. was to foster religion. You know, there were it, it was just it was an insane time. Um, and yes, it is true that there were. Um, you know, many uh, lawyers, investment bankers, uh, people who were suddenly flooding into the former Soviet Union. And Putin uh, repeats this narrative. He uses it for his own purposes over and over again to support his own policies. And, um, you know, uh, in part, some of what he says uh, is true in terms of it being an, an extremely difficult period that that uh, that Russia was going through uh, because it was uh, painful and humiliating. I mean, uh, you know, this was a superpower and their country had collapsed. So uh, and, and, and countries like Ukraine and Georgia, they were splitting off and becoming independent nations. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day and you say, uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. This is Natasha Lance Rogoff. The book is called Muppets in Moscow. So why do you get the gig? You'd been working in the former Soviet Union for a decade prior as a TV journalist. You had a particular fascination and interest uh, in that country. But this was like uncharted water right like how do you all of a sudden take a brand that's so well known and iconic in the united states and i should make clear in part dubbed but you were creating a lot of brand new content to launch a show as you put it across 11 time zones yeah i mean 60 percent of the uh first season of ulitsa sazam was original as in shot in the uh shot in moscow with a team of over 400 artists uh, writers, producers, puppeteers, set designers. Um, we had brought together um, mostly um, uh, very talented people from the film industry uh, and uh, from theater because there really wasn't a TV uh, industry for episodic dramatic television at that time. And the longest episode that had been made in the Soviet Union before us trying to create 52 half hours was a 12-episode series. Uh, It's called Moments of Spring. And so really what we were doing was like a moonshot. And, you know, in terms of technology, uh, in terms of um, the ambition of the project, which also included the creation of three new Slavic Muppets based on uh, Russian folklore and culture, as well as a new set uh, which would uh, not be a urban Harlem street, but would be created by uh, Russian artists that, you know, a, a new neighborhood that would envision the society where they wanted their their children to live in modern new Russia, this new open society. So, you know, you asked how, how I got this job, essentially, and I, I came to it without any children's television experience, although I had been working in the Soviet Union making documentaries and the, you know, I I, I made a film about, um, called Russia for Sale, The Rough Road to Capitalism, which I was airing at um, Columbia University uh, in a screening. And uh, two uh, executives came up to me from Sesame Street and asked me to help them bring Sesame Street to Russia. So this, this film I wish I had just screened, um, Senator uh, Levin was there and Pamela Harriman, who was, uh, you know, a grand dame of the Democratic Party. 
uh, she was there and, uh, you know, I, I was really confused. You know, why are they asking me to, to help them, oh, you know, bring Sesame Street, bring the Muppets to Moscow? And I told them I, I really didn't know anything about children. Uh, you know, didn't they just watch my film, you know, where I was embedded with a bunch of fascists who were trying to uh, retain power and, uh, you know, and uh, overthrow the, um, uh, you know, new democratic government. So I was very confused. Um, the book, but they, the, book they is, had, mm-hmm. the book is possible because you kept a journal, you kept a diary, and that's why you're able to now publish Muppets in, in Moscow. It's like a wild ride of encounters with oligarchs and communists or former communists and thugs. I have to tell you, my favorite vignette in the story, and, and you, you, you didn't give it too detailed a description, you had a chance encounter with Patriarch Alexei II, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church. Will you quickly tell that story? Yes. Um, this was at the uh, curriculum workshop, which is where the, um, the educational content for the, uh, for the new inter- international co-production is developed with Russian educators from all over the former Soviet Union. And we had had a very uh, um, tense and volatile discussion uh, around the topic of inclusivity and including a including children in uh, wheelchairs in the TV show. So we showed a clip from Sesame Street from the American show of a little boy in his wheelchair and he's wheeling around and he's flying a kite and it's a you know absolutely upbeat segment where there's a a song in the background, me and my chair, we go everywhere. So when we showed this clip to the, uh, the Russian educators, they were horrified that we were, uh, you know, they didn't want to show children in wheelchairs on TV show. Why? And they said that would be, they would said it would be incredibly exploitative. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they kept using the word, uh, you know, to describe children with disabilities as ni normal, ni dieci, not normal children. Uh, which was pretty upsetting to hear. And I was shocked by this. And then uh, one woman uh, said, you, you Americans, you, you don't understand. Uh, most children, they'll never get a wheelchair in their life. They're trapped in their beds. And, um, you know, the, the, the country was very poor. The health care system had fallen apart. So these children, it, what, how will they feel if they see uh, and other children on the TV show with wheelchairs, they'll just feel sad. So this this uh, scene that you're talking about with uh, Patriarch uh, Alexei was outside I, at, after this discussion, which was you know very uh, emotional with the with the team, um, and it you know it goes into great detail in the book, but I, I won't go into it here. But I walk out into the into the courtyard, which is taking place inside the Danilovsky Monastery, and that's the headquarters of the Russian Orthodox Church. So it was like we had rented space in the Vatican. And um, as I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting there, you know, looking out at this, you know, pond, and the patriarch, um, you know, walks up, and I recognize him from. Uh, pictures in newspapers, and I, I can't believe it. But this is, these are the kind of weird things that happened all the time when you were in 
you know, working in post-Soviet Russia, you know, like you do deals and the people you're talking to get get uh, blown up in a in you, a car you said bombing. In the, you and, said in you the know, book, this these- is you said that in the book, this is this is akin to like bumping into the pope in Vatican City. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I, I am uh, Jewish, so I was kind of uncomfortable because I didn't know what exactly I should do. You know, do you bow? Do you what's the appropriate protocol? Right. Uh, um, yes, and your so, eminence. A yes, your excellence. A yes, your holiness. I can just see the whole thing yes. unfolding. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but he was very gracious. And then, you know, he um, you know, he I told him what we were doing. And, and as I say, after this incredibly emotional time with my colleagues, my my um, Moscow colleagues, I felt like maybe it wasn't an accident that, you know, he, I ran into him, that, you know, what we were doing was a ambitious spiritual endeavor. You know, I had this, it was, it was a kind of like this otherworldly, uh, m- you know, moment in the process of making Sesame Street. You say, by the way, trying to recover, I bow my head again and ask if he could bless me and our endeavor. He extends his hand and blesses me with the sign of the cross. For a moment, I can barely breathe struggling to process whether I am daydreaming or this is really happening. The, the book is just, as you say, filled with, I mean, just craziness. It's it's just, it's an incredible story of trying to launch an iconic American kid show in the former Soviet Union. You get hired in 93. There's, there are fits and starts. You take a detour to Mexico. Then you get back on track. It premieres in 1996 and it has a good run, right? It makes it to its 10th anniversary and then ultimately ends in 2010. How come? Um, well, by, by, uh, by that point, uh, Ru- you know, U.S.-Russian uh, relations had already deteriorated. And it was, you know, four years later that we had the invasion of Crimea. And Putin was already cracking down on the independent press and, and, and consolidating his control over the TV station. Uh, in order to more uh, effectively control public opinion. So our, our show had been inside Russia's largest TV station, Astankina. And there's a, a series of events that happened where there was kind of a, an attempt to take over the production and fire the research director who had been with the production since the beginning. And the team, uh, the team revolted in response to that. She had done an amazing job. She's, you know, in the book uh, as as an incredible uh, hero. And um, uh, you know, eventually uh, they wanted to take it over, and um, they did not. You know, it was not popular having a show that originated in America uh, anymore. Right. Can I just ask Natasha, and I don't want to I don't want to give it all away for free, but wasn't there an ongoing, a pervasive concern on the part of, yes, it's the former Soviet Union, but it's it's still Russia, that this was an indoctrination effort by the Americans of their kids? You know, you might think that looking at it, if you if you don't understand the process that um, that we use to create the show. And even now, as I'm going around giving talks about my book, I am so moved by the people that I'm meeting who, who are Russian, who are Georgian, uh, who grew up on Sesame Street, 
and come up to me and thank me for writing the book. And they say, you know, this is such an important book right now for us because it explains our society, you know, through the prism of the Muppets. But, you know, it helps us understand how we got to this place and that there are these amazing creative people who are passionate about a different future for Russia, that they exist. It isn't cartoon characters like you see on most uh, TV shows that depict Russians who are either oligarchs, thugs, criminals, or prostitutes, every single one of them. So we're missing a piece of what is this country. And by missing this piece, we are misunderstanding how to better get along with this country, too. And it's horrific what's happening with the war. But this is a, a nuclear power. We have to find a way out of this. The book is called Muppets in Moscow, the unexpected crazy true story of making Sesame Street in Russia. The author is Natasha Lance Rogoff. I learned lots and I was entertained. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays.